It's Listener Request Month on the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about David Cronenberg's body horror classic, Existence. Thanks for the request, Sean Bateman. You no trouble. Me, fifth element. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. the podcast we're your host i'm editor brian elkins with me here tonight cinematographer jared callen how you doing brian i am fine and dandy sir fine and dandy how about yourself good i hope your umbies like poured it in and you're ready to get rolling i'm all poured it in i got my my pod over here good rub on it for me i'm uncomfortable with the situation all right and nipple flick <laughs> and we're on <laughs> And we have director of photography, Mike Griggs. There's a lot of homoerotic stuff happening right now. It's not the movie, I'm just saying. I just want to point it out for what it is. And I'm, oh, it's not homoerotic. You no, know I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Okay. Mike, I've ever told you that I love your beard. <laughs> it's beautiful. If you don't have a hole, uh, we'll just throw one in your back. Do you want to Do you want to give me a new port? Uh, bro, I'm going to plug a port in every inch of your spine. <laughs> it's, it's just so much happening. Your your spine, Gina. Your back, Gina. Just lick it before you put your finger in. Okay. Oh, bro, I'll make sure it's so moist. <laughs> and we also have the costume designer that's currently <laughs> shaking her head right now in disgust about what's going on, Kristen Jones. Hi, I don't I don't even know what to say after that. Hello. Welcome back, Kristen. <laughs> We're just starting trying to start strong. That's that's what's happening. Just trying to make sure that, that you're comfortable. You know, that, that oh, now that you're back with you. us, and wow. we're here talking about. Existence. You you missed Man Week for Heat, and now we're just gonna go all like dudes putting holes in other dudes. Guys, yeah, guys. Yeah. Jennifer Jason Lee is the worst. Holy shit! Shut up. I think what? that's on purpose. But I'm gonna tell you right now. No, 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 no. I I fought with that, and I think I know what you're talking about. But holy nope, shit, I was looking at her, and I was like, who is this sexy bitch? Sorry, Kristen. Nope. Who is this sexy girl? Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I, bitch is better than girl for the record. Oh, that's right. Who is this Hard sexy bitch? disagree. And I looked her up and I was like, holy fuck, that's Jennifer Jason Lee. So hot. But man, is she underacting. Like blank. Just flat. But I think that's, I think she's in character. 
I think she's trying to, I think that's a choice that she made. I don't think it's very good, but I think that is a choice that she made to try and be like sexy and mysterious. No, but like when they're making out and all that and, and, and like, you know, she's going with it because like the game takes you over. And, but she has this like blank look on her face. And I know she's a great actress because I've seen her in other shit. So I know that she has to be. Blank look on her face? She doesn't have a blank look on her face. Her Bullshit, eyebrows Brian. are fucking raised, bro. That's not a blank look. Oh, well, excuse me if your eyebrows are raised and locked. But what I'm saying is, is like she her, her eyes were flat and dead. And she's like, she has this like, fun, like, like still face in a lot of this. It's kind of like she's just like. Oh, hard disagree. Hard Wait, disagree. Wait, hold on. When I'm she does disagree. the mouth thing. When she's like, what uh, mouth thing? Uh, well, what is it? Uh, it's when Jude Law the says the spaghetti straps. No, it's when it's. <laughs> shut up! It's, <laughs> I did. I did like that. Maybe that. Maybe why I'm defending it so much. Go fuck yourself. All right. Fuck you. <laughs> but but when uh, was it Jude Law? He's like, uh, why the game ports don't get inf- infected? And she's like, oh, don't be ridiculous. And she sticks her finger in her mouth. You're te- what, you're telling me no, she no. She dead? sticks her finger in her mouth. And then she goes down and starts rubbing on his back anus. No, that's a later scene. I'm talking about before he gets his, like, r- right after he gets his port. He gets it injected by, uh, um, Okay, William he's still Defoe. paralyzed. And then, like, she's, she's, like, talking to him. Okay, so talk it out. Yeah, and he sits there and goes, why, why don't game ports get infected? And she's like, don't yeah. be ridiculous. And then she comes over to the other side of the chair, and she sticks her fingers in her mouth. Oh, and then to- she opens her mouth, and she and she's like... Because there's an open gaping hole right here that doesn't get infected. And then she gives him that stupid like, yeah, yeah, she gives him that like you're a dumbass look, and you're telling me she's got dead eyes. Like what are we talking about? Not in that particular fucking scene. I'm talking about (laughs) like later on. They're not in the game at that point. Well, technically they're in the game, but they're not in the game at that point. No, he's talking about the scene where she actually looks attractive and is wearing cute clothes and they're making out and they want to have sex, right? That's what you're talking about. Well, he's fighting it that's because apparently game the game is though. trying to make her. Yeah, well, that's what her uh, what game I was character gonna say, takes over. Was that, I was going to say, I disagree with your statement that she has a blank look on her face because I think that is her best acting in the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is the shit I'm here for Shots right there. fired off the yeah. fucking bat. Fuck no, you guys, man. Christian she was great. correct. You guys are all wrong. <laughs> I don't understand that people's attraction to her. I don't understand why people think she's a good actress. She made a lot of decisions in this movie. I don't know if you can qualify them as good. Oh, I think that yeah. she just feels very. I don't know. I, I I think she's playing into the character because they're. You know how they talk about how if if you're. This is so weird. We're just jumping right in. Like you know how how we fucking like you know you talk about how. Um, in the film, they talk about how uh, like one of the other characters, the NPCs, um, that they will not continue the story unless you give them something to continue the story. They'll just fucking stand there blankly or they they'll loop. repeat yeah. the same shit. Well, she does that at, at one point. She fucking repeats the loop. Yeah. And But yeah, in and that scene, she's got that blank. Like no, that, no, she has that blank look at, on her face yeah. that she has a lot during this film. But So I think that's playing into... That that it's it's part of the the character. Like. Yeah, no shit. I hope you guys are not looking at those scenes and going, "Oh, that's this is fucking this actress doing a shitty thing." Like that's literally what every fucking other She's actor, playing the character, yeah, that gets stuck in a game loop. That's doing a game moment. That's what every performer is doing in this movie. You can't say that she is specifically shitty when that's what no. everybody no. is doing. I, on screen. I had a problem with thing, all though, the bad accents. Everyone but... else is really good at it though, and she's not. Everybody has a really terrible accent, and they're like a stereotype of themselves. And at the end, when they're all using their natural accents, you're like, oh, it, it kind of comes clear the, to what we're happening that feels kind of shitty. Like, you know, 
Yeah, that, I had a big problem with that. Like this half of this movie feels like they took pretentious bullshit that was done kind of shitty and then Cronenberg in – I could only listen to – I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I could only listen to half of his fucking DVD commentary really? because he spent so much time being like, this is what we were trying to do with that scene. And most of it was like, well, no shit. And the rest of it was like, the only reason that makes sense is because you're fucking explaining it right now. None of that came through. Those were the two extremes and there was nothing in between to me. I wish I'd have heard that. Hard disagree. I'm going to say hard disagree as well because I like this movie a lot. <laughs> oh, my God. I fucking hated every second of this movie. I'm so pissed that I had to watch this. I finished the movie. I set oh, it down wow. and I said, why the fuck did I just waste the two hours of my life having to experience Hour this and a half. piece of shit? wasn't that bad, guys. Oh, it was yeah, so it bad. That I, bad. I hated every second of it. Wow. I super love this movie and watch it yeah. like once every three years. Yeah, I see why. I think it's really strong. Why? Why? Legitimately explain to me why. What do you mean why? Because it's an amazing movie. I mean, this whole film is... Look, you know what I love the most about this film is the emotional roller coaster of setting up Jude Law's character in the very beginning. You know he is going to be a traitor. Like, the way the movie sets up. It's just like he doesn't have a bioport and everybody else in the fucking world, it seems like, does. It's just he's like obvious, I, like see, he's I, that going didn't to feel be, like a setup for that. Did not feel like a setup for me. That that felt like a, this is an explanation. But I, I hold up. That's not. I, I, I think that's a brilliant thing because the movie is setting is setting that up to be the big reveal, and that's not the big reveal. The big reveal is that oh hey wait everything you've been watching, it's one of these. It's it was a dream. It was a game. Okay, so it's like okay that usually pisses off almost every fucking audience member and that would piss me off normally if i was an it's audience member school. but man let me tell you what when they get to the end of this movie yeah. and we they start switching accents you were talking about how they drop their accent well the chinese waiter he delivers his he delivers his an american like chinese american accent and then his chinese accent in the same sentence and where he's like hey wait guys you got to tell me the truth are we still in the game and oh, the movie the very ending? Yeah, yeah the very end and it just cuts to black and dude that is such a playful line and that that just fucks with your sense of like, oh my god, wait, what is real? That is that is it's perfect. It's it's a perfect close. I I just no, love that. No, 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 it's not. Oh my god, no, it's wait. Not. The original oh ending was they killed the Chinese guy. Would you prefer that, Mike? Wait, wait what? There the was, original what? ending killed Chinese guy. What are you talking about? Yeah. What the fuck you talking yeah. about, Kristen? They actually shot him. I actually like watched the commentary and like. Yes. I wish I would have. I, no, I, I no, got no, halfway no. through and I was like, "This is just making me hate this movie more." <laughs> like, I can't take it. Oh no! I actually thought the commentary was very interesting. I enjoyed the movie, but I think the commentary was more interesting. Yes, there were some stupid setup shots where he just didn't know what to say. I think, but he had a lot of very interesting thoughts about identity and reality. Anyway, but yes, the original ending with the Chinese guy asks, "Are we still in the game?" They're supposed to shoot him. And uh, it did not test well, so they cut Yeah, they were going to kill him like Dante. Hmm. Yeah, I, I like that they don't kill him. Uh, you know, it, it, that, that's a good beat, you know. Because you don't know, like, is this right. still the game? Is it not? Where? But even if they kill him, like, he's still, like, it could be the game or it could yeah, not be the game. That, that, it could just if you kill going. him, it feels like you're going to go to the next thing. Yeah. It just feels mean to kill him, though. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and also, you can't bring him back for the next one if they were to do a next one because I actually liked his character. I thought the. And it was so fucked up when they kill him in, in the damn. in the Chinese restaurant because I actually liked him a lot. He's such a likable character. He was probably one of my favorite characters for sure. Definitely, definitely. I also like the. just the. the over. overuse of 
sexual metaphor and creepy, like There's just so much sexual metaphor in this. It's, it was kind of is ridiculous. that what's bugging you? Just, just no, go with it. I think no. I think great. Go with it. Let's put let's put the lube on the hole and rub around it. Let's put our tongue deep in there. Let let let's you know because you're supposed to feel uncomfortable. That's the point. David Cronenberg is all about I, which I haven't seen a lot of his shit, but I know about him because I've been to film school. But like you know, uh, fucking <laughs> he's all about the fucking body horror. He's all about you know it, like you know uh, Videodrome. I haven't seen it, but I've seen images and I know you know it. it I mean, there, there, there's a fleshy wait, gun you, thing. I thought you did see it. Didn't we cover it on the podcast? We did it on, on the that podcast. And I skipped it that I week. I thought I you wasn't were on, on that. that one. Oh, you weren't on that one. Oh. You did scanners then? I did scanners. Oh, all right. See, okay. You you said you know about Cronenberg because you went to film school. That's what this feels like to me. This feels like the guy that everybody who thinks they know about film thinks they should like, so they all like him. Just so they feel like they're like a, a film aficionado. Whatever. Man. I think that's okay. I think that's okay because, in like, you know, you can sit there and say that this is film school because it is, and I've already said that. But what I can say is, is that he does it really well. It's kind of like if you if you're gonna hold on a second, Brian. If it's like if you're gonna watch Inception, that's also very film school because it's a film school idea, but it's done to the fucking max. Okay, so this thing is also like you know, like at this time, video games and all that, and they were trying to you know, somebody had an idea how video games are going to end up fucking like taking everybody over, and they're going to like get into an, like you know where they're not going to live in normal life and all that, and they took it to a really weird way, and Cronenberg's real weird body horror fucking creature fucking thing. Stop, Am I wrong, wait, Brian? No, yeah, stop. Hold up, you guys are calling high concept film school. Go fuck yourselves. Like, what are we talking about here? High concept and film school are two different things. Hard disagree. Not not correct. I, yeah, word I'm going to side with Brian on this. Actually, no, I, this is not film school. This is the exact opposite. Yeah. No, this is the exact opposite is, is of you, Kevin Smith. You... That's film school. <laughs> this is the exact antithesis of Kevin all right, Smith. All right, I received all right? that. Okay, okay, I get I, that. Yeah, all right, you're what right, I'm saying you're right. is, if, if, a film if, if school student dream, is not smart enough to come up with this shit to to, to weave it as tight a web as this has. But what I'm talking about is like, is all a dream, or is it? Is it? You know. The, the basis of that but taking it what I, what I said was it's taking it to the next level it's like taking that base idea and then elevating it beyond what a normal film school student would do well it, that's it, why everybody actually, loves this movie is because there are high concepts in it there there is that level of like oh I can think about this concept for the next like week straight after this movie but is it executed well I don't yeah. think it is no yes, here's the thing here's is. the thing this is it executed is. very very well however it's done in a way that is designed to make you it's not just the concept of what is reality it's what is reality and how what makes us human and what is alive and he chooses to look at that through the lens of everything is organic and and so like the gun is bleeding and like you get shot with teeth and like you have holes in your back and like yes there's so much sexual overtones in this and so he looks at it from that specific point of view from a biological point of view and that's what you don't like. I'm assuming that's what you don't like. The concept is very well executed. It's just done through that lens. I can't believe all the. the I can't <laughs> believe Mike the hate. I, I can't. I, I'm having process, problems processing this. <sighs> Come on, dude. When that pod is just like, oh, you just give it a little nipple flick, and it just starts squirming in your lap. <laughs> See, I mean, no, and like, no, like my, my first note. My first note. What the fuck is this chicken leg gun bullshit? No, I'm sure listen. some people th- look at this kind of stuff and they're like, that's fucking amazing. Every time they were showing the gun, like the four different times, they're like, close up of the gun. Let's break down the whole fucking gun. I was like, this is so stupid. I don't give a shit about anything that's happening. Like, cool. You designed a gun made from like teeth and legs and like. No, it's, it's made yeah, from it's organic. Mutant, mutant 
Yeah, know, but then he assembled it in the restaurant after eating half of the fucking like dish. He well, got that, the special that was part of his thing. Gun. Yeah, he he he's, I, he, he maybe no, I just don't care about body it's horror gross. bullshit. I think that's it. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like the concept behind this whole film is actually like kind of brilliant. It's gross. I don't really want to sit and watch this over and over again. That's <laughs> the point. I don't think. No, I I understand. That's the point. Just like uh, I I don't like the way that he did all of the production design and the costumes and everything. And I understand why he did that. And it's actually very brilliant. Is it pretty to look at? No. Not really, but it's done well. It's the way he did it and the way it builds his world is is brilliant. Like you can't fault him for that. If it's not your cup of tea, it's not your cup of tea, but like it's still really well done. The only thing that I have a big problem with with the film is that this doesn't feel like a very fun game. Yeah. Well, like the whole the game, thing is melodramatic. Except, That's the problem. Except well, the, the, Chinese, the game, like, world. I wouldn't mind going. Like, if I was at the trout farm, whatever, and I had to go to the that really? Chinese guy. Let's like, think I think about you playing in a game, though. You're gonna fucking work in a factory, fucking gutting animals. That's that's what you're doing in a game. Are we playing? Fucking Do you know how people pay? Yeah, no. that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Do you it's know how people pay Farmville? Story. <laughs> no, but they're fucking working in a fucking factory. What, Jared? Have you never played games? <laughs> There are, that's yes, what games are. You I can, have. There's like a game that uh, was just recommended to me, actually, and it's about cats working in a factory. Okay, so look, like that exists, <laughs> all right? No, it's like Hitman 2. You know, before you got to go like uh, kill somebody, <laughs> you got to go do some mundane bullshit and then like overhear a conversation and then you can go murder them. Yeah, that's you know? how people Yeah, work. okay, okay, all right. But on that fact, like how, how about all these 15 other fucking people that were NPCs in Jude Law's game? I if think he's, that's really if funny. he's the one who's the main character, or Jennifer Jason Lee, if she's the main character, because they're kind of the the two antagonists, what protagonists, they, whatever. What are they doing? <laughs> no, like they're what, dead, what these, and they're like these... floating and just watching. They're like, you know, they're just they're like <laughs> yeah. they're like uh, like omnipotent things, and like <laughs> free they're, they're, like they're, no 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 yeah that's what I'm saying. They're free roam camera, and they're making their yeah. own angles and shit. And then they're about <laughs> fucking in that back room and shit. And she's like down like nuzzling on him, like rubbing on his back fucking anus thing. And they're all like, yeah, this is hot. <laughs> like William Defoe's like, I hate that I fucking died so early, but mm. <laughs> get all up in that game point. The, the kill that is weird. Just there, it's just on loop for their thirty seconds of when they die, and they just have to keep watching it the whole time. Oh like, no, no 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 no! It's like when you're playing Call of Duty and you die, and you're just along with yeah. the ride with the last person that killed you yeah exactly you know? <laughs> sucks for all the other people playing the game that aren't the, one of those main characters Which or I, were I, they a main character and they just didn't kill the right person because like maybe well, the that's, chinese that's the waiter should have pulled out the gun and been like no fuck you jennifer jason lee i'm gonna shoot you and then no, he reached the for, he character. reached for his fucking his, his fucking machete or his fucking like uh <laughs> his, his cleaver yeah, he, but yeah, no his i big <laughs> knife I, I like that uh, Christopher Eccleston, the fucking doctor, is uh, nice to see him young. He's in this and, and movie for like four minutes. I know, but he brings that up. He's like, my, you know, I yeah. feel like you know my character was like you know, not as good as it could be, or whatever, you know. Uh, and everybody brings up their accents and all that. I think that that because it when you see that stuff and it's like bad, like the accents are bad and, and all that, and you're like, oh, this is really bad. But but like at the end when they when they acknowledge it, it makes it good. <laughs> okay, well, right. so, so that's, that's, that's the maybe that's why I have a problem with this. Form, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why I have a problem with this because, like, this movie is apparently intended to only be appreciated on like your third viewing. Oh, dude, a hundred percent. Because I will he say, li- he literally says that during the commentary. Oh, did he say he's that? Like, he said so many times. He's like, "Here's a scene where she's looking at the chair. She's looking at the world, and like, oh, you. The first time you're watching it, you're not gonna understand why she's like looking at the world. But the second no time, shit. you're gonna understand gonna that she's that in the up. game, and and she's like appreciating the game that she made. And and like, so like the second time around, you're gonna like, oh yeah, she's she's looking at the world. That's crazy. Like, 
Yeah. No, because seriously, on my multiple viewing, which I like, you know, it gives you a chance to watch it again, but he's inside getting his fucking, like, port from William Defoe's gas character, and then she's outside, she's, like, rubbing on the wall, and she's, like, smelling yeah. the gas fucking thing, yeah. and she's walking around, and it made sense the second time, but I didn't fucking notice it the first time. But, no, wait, so the first time you guys didn't, like, the first time I ever saw this movie, I was like, oh, they're actually in the game right now. That's no, the I'm not first. Smart, I just thought I was like, "Wow, she's me. really weird." Like, uh, you, what's wrong with her? Yeah, her? she's she's awkward. really. Yeah. You guys were like, yeah. "Oh, look at that two-headed lizard." Those totally exist in the no, real world. It, in no, that well, world, obviously. it could be. Yeah, I no, don't know no. what, it, what what world they, a, like what because they because they got the yeah. fleshy like, fucking on. weird pod things, and he's got the pink phone. Yeah, that's not our current experience. It's a different world. That to me was like that. This was the moment. She was rubbing a gas station. She's throwing a rock at a gas station. I didn't get it on the first one, Brian, and neither did you. Yes, Look, I did. she's. I just thought she was a little special, Brian. That's they even fault. put up a music yeah. cue that's like, play, let's play the ominous music. And it's the same music that they play when she gets stuck into a game loop. It's Brian, I didn't catch that. You, you guys don't pick up on <laughs> I was looking at the ridiculous. I, I was looking no, okay. at so t- country To me, that station. moment was like either she's in, they're in some sort of like weird game right now, or this is establishing the fact that whatever kind of game system is this like organic bullshit has also fucked up a lot of other things in the world and this is like really far in the future and then when that little two-headed lizard comes back and she says oh yeah no he's a mutation and there's just muta-, it was like oh okay all right cool this is just part of the world guys yeah it's just the, part well, of the, the world. gas station too, was named on. county gas station the, the country and, gas station yeah country yeah. gas station and country gas station william defoe's character that, was named and i was gas. like that's kind of hilarious yeah, I just thought it was funny. I was like, they clearly like don't have any imagination, or maybe like they- <laughs> no, because like no, I thought it was on, on the nose and funny. Yeah, I, I thought, thought it, you know, good. it was. I enjoyed it actually. The other thing though is that like she is a creative and she did create this whole world. And I don't know if you hang out with a lot of creatives, but they stop and look at shit randomly for no fucking reason, and That's in their true. head they're gonna like do something with it. But no, it doesn't mean that yeah. she's in yeah. the world right now. It just means. And they also had that weird lie. I mean, she was weird from the second she showed up on screen. Like, like when she walked in and they introduced her in the little church, she would like they made it some comment about her being shy to excuse it. But that's not she's not acting shy. She's just acting different. But I mean, she's in the game, which, you know, now. But at the time, I was just like, there's something off about her. That's all. I do appreciate the Alfred Hitchcock style fucking um, process shot. So even to the point where they throw his little fleshy pink phone out the window, and then you see it laying on the ground as they drive away. Did you notice that? And they also have those like badass Amazing. fucking reflections on the fucking window too, dude. It it looks so nice. it looks like a process shot. Oh yeah, it looks, but, yeah. I think that's but, the point. But it's the point. No, he, in the game. He mentions yeah. that in the commentary. Yeah. He's like, "This is a he process does. shot specifically yeah. for the sake of the fact that you need to feel like it's not entirely real." And Alfred Hitchcock uses it because he doesn't like to go out and he wants to control the thing. But this is a thing that we wanted you to feel like something is not entirely right with this whole situation. I got that uh, on the multiple view. I, I, I did. I was like, okay, I see what they're doing here. But when initially I was like, eh. well, but, but, the, but then, then I appreciated the, you know, the little aspects of it. I don't know. I mean, I got that something was off the whole time. I just didn't necessarily know that they were in the game. I just thought they were in like a very strange alternate universe. Like I, I, is really off because of Jude Law's odd fucking yeah. uh, Canadian accent. <laughs> all so, of not it, a fucking all American. Of Jude, all of no, Jude Law Canadian. is also off. <laughs> he yeah, yeah. does he not belong at all. Man, he threw me this whole time because I was like, "Is this the earliest Jude Law movie that I've ever seen?" Because like my first experience with him was in the uh, Enemy at the Gates, 
And that was like 2004, 2006, something like that. So this was an earlier Jude Law movie than I'd seen like before. A baby. And I was like, I was like, is he was he just not good when he was younger? Like, what the hell's going on? Because man, he's so group. melodramatic in this fucking shit. No, he was. Uh, yeah, he, he is over great. the top. Oh, I, I love Gattaca. I enjoyed it. He was he was pretty good in Gattaca. Is that before this? Yeah, that came out okay. in the nineties. Well, yeah. All right, that was that, that was, was my what, first. Like ninety seven, I think. Love that movie. Six, I can't wait for us to do that on the podcast. I support that one. Yeah, I, I can't wait. That's a good one. That is a good one. I like all that filmmaker's movies. I forget what his name is. Andrew something. I would like Jude Law in this, though. No, I liked him. I just thought he was also slightly off. He seemed like a, an eager intern, especially with his little top buttoned all the way up. Or his shirt buttoned <laughs> all the way up to the top. It, it, it yeah. was weird. It was also Why weird. is he... It's just I don't know why he's questioning shit so much. You got this like super hot girl and she's all over you and you're just like I just can't I, I just can't you know he's like, he's like fighting it the whole fucking time. It, no, I, I no that makes perfect sense. He I think he says it at one point. Um, he's like if they're in the game, right? He's fighting it because she doesn't necessarily have control if it's her character's urges and not hers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you 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 get taken over by your character and it, it will say things that you you normally wouldn't say. Uh, but you're supposed to just let it go. But I guess he's just, I guess that is showing he's just like, you know, going against the, against the, the story. All consent, Jared. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good word that more people should learn. <laughs> well, I mean, it's also nice too, because it, you know, turns out that he's a member of the realist at the end of the game, of this game and the actual movie. So, well, that made sense. And she should have known that because she, they were both plugged into the same thing so technically they would be playing against each other so he would definitely be the bad guy what are you talking about playing against I have a, each other wait no I have a question both- about that because wait when she says I need someone to plug in and yeah. so that I can use like yes I thought as soon as she said that that they would be playing against each other or have some right. sort of obstacle and she's sitting there the whole time next to him so I kept waiting for something to happen between them like why is she just tagging along that made no sense I am not a gamer but I know enough about games to know that is not how it works Right. I don't know. She she made such a fuss about like I can't. I have to check the game, but I can't do it without someone who else else who is friendly. And it seemed more like a co op situation. Well, she didn't. Or, well, that's yeah. right. That's what she was wanting, but it didn't turn out that way because you know if you're playing against somebody, like you can play either we can do co op and play with each other, or we're going to be playing against each other. Well, I mean, it made it sound like they were going to be against each other from the very beginning. Because when he first plugs uh, plugs in, he's like, well, wait a minute. How am I supposed to win against the creator of the game? And she's like, uh, what is her line? You could beat the person that invented poker, couldn't you? Possibly. So, yeah, I don't know about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That is the kind of bullshit that it just makes me like, what the fuck is this movie? Like, why? Wait, what? That, just, that line kills so, you? It's, it's just so melodramatic. This movie is not my bag. I'm sure hundreds of people, dozens and dozens of people will stand for this all day long but this just did not work yeah for someone me. requested it. it's crazy that you call this so metal there it does dramatic i mean like, i don't think it's melodramatic cronenberg's usually considered like his biggest complaint i think he gets from critics is that he's like a uh, cold clinical and detached well let me watch one of those cronenberg movies because fuck i think this history is... of violence <laughs> oh yeah no i've seen that that's fair that's a fair assessment of that movie so in the commentary Cronenberg says that the the French critics were upset about, or or com- I don't remember if they were upset or not, but they kept talking a lot about the homosexual rape scene. Uh, bet- yeah, and the gas station. And he was like, 
it's not rape. It's totally a homosexual act, but it's not rape. Explain. No, that's all he station. said. <laughs> no, no. Okay, so, so the scene is is when when Gas gives um, Jude Law his his port, his bioport in the back, his bioport, and, and, and he fucks him from behind, and he hits that thing, and he's like, and yeah, and then he's like, I can't feel anything from the waist down. That whole scene, it's a hundred percent like two dudes going at it. Really? And and apparently, yeah, I didn't the, get that when I watched. I didn't it, get that apparently. either. Really? Oh my god! No. Oh my god! That scene was so gay. On so with, many levels. With one guy that was bent over, and the other guy with a was big like, phallic, just... huge metal dildo <laughs> standing right behind him, right up against his back. That that wasn't like you guys were like that didn't didn't strike you as no. a little. A little gay? No? No, I was just in the scene. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. Dude, it's a David Cronenberg <laughs> I, 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 I try not to <laughs> over-fucking-think every fucking thing. <laughs> right, that's the part that you turned your brain off on? Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's my latent homosexuality. <laughs> <laughs> or lack thereof. Or lack thereof. Uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't... I, I see what you're saying now, but, like, man, let's not read something into everything. Well, he, yeah, so he commented on the commentary saying like, oh, people, okay. people had an issue with it, saying that it was a homosexual rape scene. And he's like, I don't think it was rape. It was very consensual because Jude Law definitely was like, all right, fine. I'll get the port. Go ahead and give me the port. Yeah, because there's a cut he there. he got fucked from behind. No, no, it's, no there's a cut <laughs> there because, like, uh, the chick walks in. Uh, and she and she looks at gas and she kind of waves him off because like fucking it is funny to come back and, and they're like they're like fighting each other and he's like stay back and he's like he's like look I don't want to have the procedure and then she looks at gas and she's like hey let me take care of it she walks toward him then we have a cut like time has passed mm-hmm, mm-hmm, obviously mm-hmm. she talked him into it so it wasn't like he fucking forced him down and shoved right, his exactly. giant metal dick into his back yeah she just used pure pressure well as oh, long as you say you yes as long as there's consent Brian <laughs> Okay, doesn't but, matter how you get consent. Speaking of peer, yeah, okay, but look. That's called power dynamics, and that's not consent. That was the other thing that I, I kind of thought was interesting, and it makes sense, I guess, but according to Cronenberg on the commentary, he says that Allegra's whole point is to show, to introduce to Jude Law, like, freedom, and that includes sexual freedom and other kinds of freedom, but she is there to usher him into learning about his identity who he is as a person and to become free and so yes she needs to talk it's not yeah i guess it's not necessarily peer pressure if the whole point of him is to be introduced to new things sexually well i mean i guess it's still it's still peer pressure yeah she's still having to yeah i mean that's why that's I, i don't know i think that's why she keeps wanting him to play the games and she uses all this excuse of like oh my baby's taking so many hits and all this i I think that's I a bunch think... of bullshit. She just wants to play the game. She just wants to get out of fucking reality. No, but here's the deal. I don't. Yeah. Is it fucking peer pressure if they per, if they want to do it, but they're but they're still they're hesitant because they're fucking scared. That has nothing. That's not fucking peer pressure. It's like, oh my god, I really want to get my ears pierced, but you know, but I'm scared of the fucking needle. Like, bro, I've had it done. It's okay. You're gonna be all right. But I don't. I don't it's gonna hurt. Like, no, it's gonna hurt for like five seconds. It's gonna be all right. That's not fucking peer pressure because it's one of the. It's something he wanted to do. At, at the beginning of the film, he talks about. He's like, I've always wanted to fucking. And yeah, but I he want hasn't to fucking play it. the games, but I haven't done it yet. Yeah. So that just means he's fucking scared of doing it because he said, I'm, I'm scared of being penetrated surgically. You know what I'm saying? He, he, like, you know, he's <laughs> right, got he's right. got apprehensions. It's like, it's like, you know, if you want to get the fucking vaccine like me and like, you know, I something I want to do, but I'm scared of getting a fucking needle. It's something I know I, I want to do, no, but man, I have to get fucking, no, you know, look, no, that's no, what no, I'm no, saying, no. though. Look, 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 everything this movie sh- is showing you, I don't think you can pull the whole like, oh, yeah. The, 
No, I mean, think about what we're, we're talking about here, man. The imagery that we're shown, okay? She licks her finger and she puts it in the bioport. Ooh, it's excited. Well, I don't know if I'm excited. The bearer of the bioport. Like, no, I, I don't know, man. It, no, there, there's moments in this movie where she is clearly instigating constantly. Like, even when they're kissing in, in the game, he's the one that wants to go out and check on his body. And she's like, just go with it. Just go with it. She's constantly talking him into it. Always throughout the entire film. Yeah, actually, that's I think, I think that's the accurate. only time you ever see him like do anything inappropriate is when he sticks his tongue in her hole, and then she, for some reason yeah. she freaks out, and I, I've never understood that. Like, well, you were all up no, over. She should have been like, she should have been fucking backing up on him. Like, yeah, do that. <laughs> and he's like, oh, that's my game character. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I, 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 I never stick my my tongue in your uh, in your back hole, <laughs> your spongina. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about her character. All right, so you don't know how you feel about her character. Is that the writing? Is that the acting? Is that the way the movie constructs her character to no, be the, in some of those moments? What is it about that? It's just some moments with the writing that I don't know what they're trying to say with some things, and we don't really ever get an answer. Like we were talking about when she goes into the game loop. That's never yeah. addressed, and I... Is that just her fucking with him? I don't know. I think this is a natural break point. Um... Really? Have we got there already? Let's, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We, I think we should remind ourselves a little bit about what's going on. Movie crew podcast pause! And with that, we're going to play the trailer for David Cronenberg's <laughs> Existence. We'll be back! There's an intimacy involved in playing Existence that is beyond description. They just pop your spine with a little hydro gun. Break out of your cage, Paco. I haven't crippled anyone yet. Step into my office. Now I'm warning you. It's going to be a wild ride. The new millennium. This is amazing. Will bring a new experience. You're the power source. We'll see how natural it feels. Where the playing field is a parallel universe. The game's a lot more fun when it starts feeling realer than real. No use fighting it. I don't like it here. You think it's infected? It's not infected. It's just excited. I think we're still inside the game. We have enemies in our own house. I do feel the urge to kill someone here. Do it. It's just a game. Something's wrong. Oh, God. What happened? Let's come back here with us. Alright, we're back. That was a trailer for David Cronenberg's Existence. Kind of a crappy trailer. Ex- existence. <laughs> existence. Existence. I got a question. Why Does... is it such a crappy trailer? Fuck you. It's a great trailer. It's like a great film. <laughs> that was a terrible trailer. That trailer was yeah, It was, it was the most 90, was 1999 trailer. trailer I have seen in a really long time. Coming soon to Video Cassette. 
Um, <laughs> does um, does Ted Peichel work for Antenna? Yeah, he works for their marketing department. I'm just trying to figure out his relationship to her and like to to the why is he there? He he you know he he doesn't have a port and all that. He's just kind of he works for the company. He's a company man. He didn't seem like a company man. He seemed more like a a, a freelance third party kind of situation. Really. So you don't think he actually works for Antenna? I think he seemed more like a little intern. He had no idea what was going on. He didn't relate to anything. He seemed to have no knowledge at all. Not just related to the game, but he had no knowledge at all. He was just kind of there and like looking around, like all wide-eyed. And so it struck me as more of like an intern kind of thing. Well, ultimately, he works for the bad guys. So he was a plant. But Doctor Who knew him. That's correct. He did. He's like, he's like, he's like, we got, we got fucking people on the inside. You know, what did he say? Enemies on the inside. <laughs> Enemies in our house. Enemies in the house. Yeah. For whatever reason, yeah, I guess he he trusted him more than the other uh, fucking assassins that were there, or the other security members that killed the guy with the bone gun. It spits out teeth sideways, which is weird. But I don't like. <laughs> it's because a smaller caliber would have had baby teeth. That was funny. Would have. <laughs> Gone to the arms race or oh some shit. Yeah, no went. shit. Because yeah. you know, so, tooth fairies uh, collect baby Looks teeth. like the tooth fairy has gone into the arms business. Uh, <laughs> I said, "This is why." I I literally wrote down, "This is why Cronenberg has never been mainstream." I don't think he wants to be. He's like David Lynch, bro. <laughs> no, Cronenberg <laughs> went mainstream a couple times. Yeah, he's in the new yeah. series of uh, Discovery. What is he really? Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a regular series regular on the new Star Trek series. Nice as an actor. Yeah, yeah, he's done some acting before. He's a yeah. pretty big supporting too. player in um, Nightbreed from Clive Barker. I am unfamiliar with that reference. We'll get there. Greek we, will, we will get there. <laughs> it will be talked about at some point. Okay. Okay. Sorry, Jared. You were asking some kind of question, and I feel like I totally interrupted. I've lost it now, so let's move on. Oh, that's my fault. Yeah, it's okay. I apologize. I blame you. That's fair. That's fair. My my negativity is bleeding into other things. Speaking of bleeding into, the, uh, Brian, you 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 were fair in warning us that Cronenberg loves the body horror, mm. and I don't think I fully prepared myself for how much this movie was going to somehow accomplish just being all about the body horror. And wow. besides the bone gun, which was interesting from like a technical perspective, but I thought was kind of bullshit as a concept. <laughs> Like I was legitimately intrigued as as like a wow someone had to design that and then had to like make like thirty pieces to all fit together and make it work on screen that was interesting but as a concept like shooting teeth okay that's just dumb it's a close range weapon <laughs> do not ever watch video um, I think we should get there at some point oh you've already we've already done it though, we've already done it we've done it well, we, I'll uh, never I, watch I skipped it that week yeah. I skipped that week and I was not mad about it the second not in the second half of the movie but from like an hour to like an hour twenty was like at the, the the fish warehouse place and then the Chinese restaurant menu, like harvesting all of those other like little creatures and stuff. They had a lot of like body horror things in that section of the movie. How did you feel about that as a person who appreciates these kinds of things? Oh, I loved it. I, I, I love it when they go into the, the trout farm, like where they actually after the restaurant, they've killed the waiter and they go into the back. And there's that one, that little, I don't know, some weird mutated amphibian that's got like a arm mouth and its eyes are all like yeah. off to the side. You know, it looks ridiculous. It kind of oh, looks like that, a Jedi In the breeding ponds? Yeah, that's where it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, what I'm talking about. Those yeah. little creatures, man. There's one the guy like reaches his hand down, he pulls it up, and it's got like a hundred little arms on it. And it's all wiggling. I'm like, man, that looks really good. 
It actually feels <laughs> and all and like yeah, dude, and, and all the all the little that was things, the one he felt like like really no, good. I thought they all looked pretty damn good, and they're all like they're like swimming around in circles, and I thought all the little creatures, like all the all the little weird little like mutated amphibians, looked really cool. Jared's like, I will take two specials, please. Oh, bro, you know me, I'd be there ripping the skin off with fucking Pykele. I'd be like, let's do it, man. We're gonna. I want, I want two guns that way. Yeah. Double Bro, I'm gonna John Woo the fuck out of this place. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we have enough teeth for that shit. Bro, I'll be pulling out all my bridges. <laughs> I did think that was weird that he brought the uh, bridge like out of his mouth, and they were kind of nice teeth. And when they took the gun apart earlier, they were like all individually no, thrown in there. That was the other other guy's gun. This is his gun. I know. I just yeah, I kind of liked it. Yeah, he had to provide Look, the that ammo one's for got his a own cavity. Gun. I like that. I thought that was cool. <laughs> you know, this movie's very lit. And that scene and I, I like all the lighting and, and all the like the, the the you know, the edge lights are actually like turned around a little more and, and everything's lit and all bright. But that one scene where they're they're actually st- sitting in front of the car, like kneeled down, yeah. like why is it so fucking bright? Why is that scene so fucking lit? I, they're trying to do the car headlights and yeah, but what, what's this front light coming from? Where's this front light coming from? I, I don't know. And why, why are the trees lit so much? Why do all the wide shots of them driving their car, why does all of that look like dog shit? It's just all an HMI off around the corner. Yeah, it's got the glow. It's a little low. You know, and it's like, you know, and it's, it's, it's yeah. Low yeah. budge, I, I guess. I, but the lighting was really good. Uh, on, on Like, you know, all, as far as all the coverage stuff and everything, I, I thought it was actually, you know, shot pretty well. The coverage was nice. Um, I, 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 I love the... I love very the, TV to me. Oh, it get does. out of here. No, 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 no. But these close-ups... I love the random... The close-ups are really sexy. No, can we talk about the framing? Bro, I'm sorry. I watched all of, like, Dark Angel because I'm all about Jessica Alba. It felt exactly the fucking same as all of this shit. This was before Dark Angel. Go back and watch this movie. No, no. The framing? 1990-fucking-9. It was all the same shit. Look at the wide shots and how much headroom that they leave. Even when they do close-ups, like, even in the trailer, when Jennifer uh, Jason Lee is talking um, to the crowd in the, the church where they're doing the test... Her face is like in the lower third. Her eyes are like right where the lower third and middle third would meet. Yeah, it's all. And then like we get all these high angle looking down. Oh, so you're saying they can ups. frame it like it's film, but they can still light it like it's TV. Yeah, no, that's what I said. I think it's a little overlit, I but, but it's lit. Amazing. I, I think I think it's lit nicely. I think it's just a little too bright for what they're trying to go for. The uh, but I also love the frame. The light, it's okay. It's good enough. It's better than a lot of shit we've seen. Uh, but like fucking. I love the random cuts they do, like you know, like you know, the, the cut into someone's hand resting on a chair, or you know, there's these little these little beats, and, and they feel nice, like you know, it's it's kind of moving around. It feels very planned. It was it's not it doesn't feel random. I don't know. I'm gonna I, have to give you that because I didn't notice any of that shit because I was so bored with what was happening. Well, it's it's like uh, <laughs> it's that scene when God, she's trying to. She's trying to talk yeah. uh, Jude Law into getting his uh, his biopart uh, bioport um, from William yeah. Defoe. There's uh, there's these little close-ups where she goes and she steps on a tire, and then we yeah. and we get, get her close-up, yeah. and then we get his close-up, and I then she pushes him back, and we get his hands, go, uh, you know, uh, resting on the tools chest behind him, and he goes against all the it. inserts. Yeah, all the inserts, but it's it's ins- there are a lot of inserts. Yeah, yeah. it's it's nice, but it's all um, textile touching the world. 
You know? Yeah, you know, it's right. It is touching things. It's grabbing things. It, it's it's yeah. You're exactly right. I didn't think about that. Well, okay. Cronenberg yeah. talked about that in in the commentary. He was like, yeah, no, we shot this in the in a real garage, and it definitely had like forty, sixty, eighty something years worth of like texture that we couldn't have ever afforded to like build as a set so we really appreciated that they you know there was so much of this stuff that was already in this garage and we just kind of supplemented a little bit so he's he definitely has that kind of thing in his mind when he's going for these sorts of situations so yeah i do appreciate that i love that back room uh in the what was it called uh the, the video game store Oh, the GameStop. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, it was it was the name of that guy. Uh, the futuristic GameStop from 1999. Oh, where there's a guy laying on a fucking shelf. Darcy in the back, Nader's like, games yeah. or something like that. That's what yeah. it was. Um, <laughs> he only responds if you speak his entire full name. That back room was great with the red windows that was coming through. And oh, I love those red windows. Yeah, yeah right. and they, they awesome. do they do a lot of like you know in, in in corporate video shit, which Griggs and I have shot too much of in our lifetime. So uh, we end up put, putting a lot of slashes on walls because we're like that's just yeah. a fucking white wall. Why don't we put a little like slash on there? This movie loves to put a slash on things, and in that like back that back room when they go back there, the, uh, actually no, I'm thinking it's the. It's the first room where they go in, and the uh, the first NPC guy, where we first learned that if you if you don't talk to them, uh, you know, within the story, they kind of like zone out. There's a slash that's like a, it's it, it's coming from nowhere. Like where the fuck is this yep. light coming from? Yep. But it, yep. it, but it's a horizontal slash that goes all the way around the room. It's behind both sides. And I was looking at that and I was going, huh, I just did that this week on an interview. But like you know, uh, but like it, there were a few of those. I plays, felt like I, I, I noticed a few of those kinds of moments where they're like, let's just put a little like slit of light on something it's because just it, for the sake of making it feel more interesting. No, but it, yeah. it, it you know in the time. I'm looking at it and I'm going, oh, okay, this is kind of odd. This feels a little weird. But in retrospect, watching it again and again and again, uh, you know, you you see, oh, it's, it's because it's a fucking video game world. It doesn't fucking matter. You can do whatever the fuck I you mean, want. I play video games now, like 20 years after this movie was oh, fucking really? made. And I'm like, oh, look at this interesting lighting that these guys are choosing to do. Like, why why is that mountain lit with, like, a slash of light? Oh, because they're deciding that there should be clouds behind me. And then I turn around and I see, okay, there's a couple clouds. So that gives you a reason to have, like, a slash of light on this mountain so you make it look more interesting. Bro, let's it's think about what new, video games yeah. look like in 1999. <laughs> I think they did Ooh, really well. That's, well rest, actually, that's a good point. Speaking of that, I thought that was one of the more interesting things was... Um, how plain all of everything looked. And that was a deliberate choice because, no, 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 in terms of like costuming and. Um, like generic. It was average generic. Kind of. There were no stripes, there were no patterns, there were really? like standard, mm. like very basic mm. colors. And the, the whole reason for that was because video games could not like handle, like if you had a character with a busy pattern on a, sh- on a shirt, Oh yeah, yeah like, yeah. you know, they, they didn't have enough memory at the time. That was a lot of work and a lot of memory and a lot of, I don't know what, probably other things that go into it. And so all of the choices for the costumes were very simple, basic, plain, classic things that kind of fall I mean, the whole time I was watching it, like it, it, it kind of added to the whole weirdness of the world and the weirdness of the, the setting. Like, again, I, I didn't pick up that they were in the game, but I did pick up that there was something very unusual about it. But the costuming has so much to do with that. But it's so subtle the way that mm. they did it. Uh, I thought it was very, very interesting. And the other thing that I actually did notice 
um, was the lack of screens. There are no screens in any of this. And I noticed it most notably in the hotel room because I was like, where's the TV? Like they're laying on the bed like there's nothing to do. The first thing, everything everyone does is flip on the TV when you go into the hotel room. And they do it in like almost every movie that I watch too. They flip on the, they turn on the TV. And so uh, that was the first thing I noticed was like, there's no television in this. Like, Hmm. except at the end, like when, when they cut back out and everybody's down on their little iPads, which is really weird because it's 1999 and like everybody's filling out their survey on their little iPad. Yeah. That, that, that's kind of cool. But that is the first time you see screen. Like you don't even see uh, like radio. That's interesting. Like when they're in the car, like there's no radio. Yeah. Yeah. They choose not to show any of that. That's it creates such a, a, an off-putting or like a, an unusual, like, you know, there's something very strange about the whole movie and the, the way that they do that through the visual choices in terms of like, oh, oh, oh. And I also wanted to talk about her hair, Allegra's hair. Oh, her, my God. Her little crimps. Yes, Those are cool. Yes, please. I actually okay, like that. talk about on, her hair. Hold on, because... Because I actually remember doing that when I was like 12 because I got it from Lizzie McGuire on the Disney Channel. (laughs) I don't know why this like grown woman is doing it. It was only partial crimps (laughs) and not the whole hair. No, it was partial crimps. That was the style. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I I don't. I I did look it up. She did come before Lizzie McGuire. But like still, I don't. She's she's again, she's a grown woman. So I don't know how I feel about this. She's fun, Kristen. She works in the video game industry. Is she fun? Did you watch the movie? She's not fun. It bothered me so much. I actually really hated it throughout the whole movie. It was a fun nod to my childhood, though. But I did like her hair. Okay. In this in the scene that Jared brought up Brian you liked your hair that's fine that's nice <laughs> Brian liked her spaghetti straps and her okay hair. I just looked it up no, spaghetti but I, liked, I liked her hair I loved her hair when it, like, it's it. all fucking uniform when she's wearing when she's like in her sexy mode and she's wearing a sexy pencil skirt and like but her hair is all crimped yeah brian knows what i'm talking about okay, all of her hair is crimped yeah. all of her point. hair the is end of the curled, movie and she looks all amazing. the end of the movie when all of her hair is curled is fantastic <laughs> no, it's like, and it's like it's midway it's midway at the end her hair is straight at yeah, the so very end, starts, her hair it, is straight and very, plain well, and whatever, flat. Yes. All right. Well, right before that last scene, whenever it was well, when she had all of her movie, hair like her crimped, crimped completely, all the way. When, 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 yeah. when they're like that kissing was the moment where I was like, "Oh, this is what you've been trying to do the whole time. Why the fuck are you doing like half straight, half crimped? Like it's so." Oh, but I so will awkward. say the character other. At that point. Yeah, she's. Uh, yeah, that's. I guess it's a character choice. But I will say the other thing that I absolutely loved about this is every time they jump. Like I was gonna say universes, but I guess a different point in the game. Um, their hair and clothing changes it's the game within a game, just slightly. Um, but it's enough that you're like, oh, are they different people, or are they like? I think that was the first time that I might have picked up that they were in a game was by the subtle changes each time they jump or however whatever however the terminology is every time they change locations we'll say like that they change their something about their appearance and yes part of that is acting but part of it is also the makeup and hair and wardrobe and i think it works so well and so when they start acting differently you're it like it works yeah, they're just adjusting their digital selves and the way that they. Um, oh, sorry, that's the Matrix. Sorry, never mind. That also was the came good out version this of what this could have done. Same year. Yeah, I know. 
that's what this movie was. Oh, yeah. Oh, Mike. Oh, yeah. These characters weren't wearing leather and sunglasses. Oh, realism shot. <laughs> Wait, what? What are we talking uh, man, about? Come I, on. All right. I'm sorry. I feel like we need to we need to bring this up because these movies came out the same fucking year. And yes, Existence Four tried to come apart. out in 95 or whatever. Like they were trying to do this movie for like so much longer before The Matrix like got rolling. Yes. David Cronenberg's idea was maybe being shopped around before the Wachowskis were shopping their idea. I don't know. Maybe. Whatever. These movies came out at the same time. They were both addressing very similar concepts. I don't feel like you can talk about Existence without addressing the fact that The Matrix did every single idea in this movie so fucking much better. Are we also going to talk about The 13th Floor, which is another like VR movie that came out like uh, two months after that? Also in 1999? It was like the summer of VR. Okay, hold on, because I would just like to say that this is why I, this is the perfect example of why I don't have any sort of problem with, with like people stealing ideas is because when you have the exact same idea and two different people develop it, they will develop it two different ways. And it's not that I think one is a failure. I don't think this is a failure when you compare it to the matrix. They're just executed differently because David Cronenberg had a different vision. And I think for his vision, this is this turned out pretty well. Is it what I enjoy? Do I enjoy watching people like feel fleshy, weird things? No, fuck I fucking yeah. yes. fucking Hell gross. Yeah. That's you disgusting. Feel fuck yeah. disgusting. Oh my god, I want to burn it. I want it. to burn it. It looks like it's contaminated. It does look oh. like it's contaminated, 100%. No, it's disgusting. It's I'm gonna disgusting. Make all is that what he wanted? Is that what he wanted? Yes, I have to imagine exactly he did. He wanted. he wanted it to that's be disgusting. That's exactly what he wanted. Yes, he wanted it to be disgusting. That's what he enjoyed. And so is this a failure? No. He. This is great. It's just I personally think it's gross. But that doesn't make the movie but a failure at all. Yeah, that's the point. The point it's is it's gross. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, so this is an interesting part of this kind of discussion is is maybe the movie is set out to accomplish what he wanted it to be, but like is is the definition of failure. All right, we're going to step back and be a little bit a little bit of an I'm going to be a little bit of an asshole for just a oh, moment. Oh, really? For just for a moment? Just for a moment. <laughs> just for a moment. Indulge me in a little bit of a moment of like an more than like you have been like the I was going to ramp it up, minutes? right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm All just right. going to I'm going to ramp it up Let's a little it bit higher line. than All I've right. done so far. Um, one of one of these two movies, The Matrix and Existence, made a fuck ton of money, and the other was made by David Cronenberg. Which one of these can qualify as a success? If a lot of people went to see your movie, and a lot of people loved it, and one of these movies made several sequels afterwards because the studios wanted to make Bro, more money, that and the other a one... Blockbuster film, this was a fucking art house movie made by a fucking indie director. Okay, it's but... A diff- it's a different no, fucking thing. No, the only way you're describing success is monetarily, then I don't know that that's The accurate. Wachowskis made I, art I house know. bullshit before this, and then they made The Matrix. No, no, it's... You it's, can't give me that. No, man, it's different, dude. Like, I knew who David Cronenberg was at this time, and this, this would have been the first movie I could have seen in theaters that I knew about David Cronenberg and I didn't get to go see it because it played in one theater on the north side of fucking Richmond for fucking one week you know like yeah so no, is, if, was, if it was is, that a marketing decision was that a, they didn't have the studio money to actually give a wide release was that because the matrix was already go. going them it, out it is the wide release this movie showed in 256 theaters in between North America in Canada, 256 fucking theaters. How many of those were fucking in L.A., Chicago, and New York? I don't know. Probably 50 of them. Yeah. If not 70. 
I mean, what this about is... the budget compared to what you know the budget of this film compared to fucking the Matrix? The what, budget for this like was 15, fifteen million. It was fifteen. Oh yeah, wow. And it made two point nine million. Yeah. Well, okay, hold on, because I want to actually step back for a second. I because I don't know that the only way you can define this as a success is if it made all of the money. That's only one way of looking at it. I mean, if David Cronenberg, if this was his vision and this is what he wanted, then I think this is a successful movie. Fair and appropriate, and I'm absolutely behind that. As a filmmaker, if you feel like you set out to make a certain movie and you made that fucking movie, then that qualifies as success. I'm absolutely behind that as a concept. Please continue. No, I'm, I'm just saying, like, uh, I, I don't know that it's necessarily like if all we're doing is looking at a success as what makes the most money, then we should all be making shitty fucking, I don't know, rom-coms or something. I don't know what makes money. I don't know. Something, something fucking Transformers shitty. 8. Yeah. Oh, there we go. That's why we have so many fucking superhero <laughs> movies. What am I thinking? No, this is true. This is that's true. Because that's, that's, that's all they want is fucking money and it's a guaranteed in the bag kind of thing. And so... Look, half of those suck. I don't know. I actually haven't like really. Seen. But I a mean, lot no, of them that suck, is, though. Come on. That is the struggle. Calm of down, filmmaking. Martin Scorsese. <laughs> <laughs> it's Scorsese. Ugh. That is the struggle of filmmaking. Is if if you're trying to do a high concept film and you don't have a big budget to to get behind it, whether that's because you don't have a producer or you don't have some kind of a big name that can pull down the thirty million dollars, sixty million dollars, you have to execute a concept that. On a lower budget. That's what we love about John Carpenter, John well, Carpenter, right? Like that he's able to do the, so, some of those similar things. This is my and second favorite horror director after Carpenter for these reasons. Okay, yeah. but who was who was it? I don't remember. He just well, there was an article this week that was like, he, there's some dude who's like, I'm making a movie. It's 125 million dollars, and I'm gonna pay for it because that's not a lot of money. That's for Francis me. Ford Coppola. There we go. So, yeah. like, look, we can't. I, I don't know that. It, like, yes, money is important and returns are important, and people should get paid and all of that. But at the same time, when it comes to something like this, I don't think you can look at it and go, "Sorry, we can't make this because it's not." <laughs> no one wants to watch you like squeeze a flashlight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, they do. Well, all right. There's a very small audience <laughs> for that. What if Jennifer Jason Lee and fucking Jude Law are doing it? I'm gonna yeah, I'll be there. I just watched it. It's fucking weird. I don't I don't know that I need to watch another one. <laughs> I'm with you on that. So you're telling me Cronenberg month is off. I would do it actually. I think that would be really interesting. <laughs> okay, we'll see you later, Mike. No, yeah, look. no, I won't be available for most of that month. We should do do we should do the uh the dead zone. I mean at some point, just so you guys can see because- what a normal Cronenberg movie could look like. Hold on, because look, as much as I did not enjoy the body horror and it was horrifying and I hated all of it, what I actually (laughs) found way more horrifying was the Jennifer Jason Lee when she was like, isn't real life boring? Don't you want to be in the game? Like, like, girl, you're a fucking addict. Like, calm the fuck down. Like, what are you talking about? That's exactly how all of us are with our fucking cell phones. I mean, yeah. that is not That's... an addiction. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, it is, Mike. <laughs> I mean, what are we First talking step about? Is to admit it. Look, Listen, I didn't my phone say... is right here. I don't know why you have a problem with it. <laughs> they say that they say that you know Mike touches his phone at least three thousand times a day. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that was that that to me like the whole everyone who was like, no, I don't want to be in real life. I want to escape reality. That I thought that was like far more horrifying than. The touch, the body touching. Are you, what you found that horrifying? No, yeah, no. It's really, that's horrible. what most people yeah. do. That, why do you think people use drugs, Look, man? Yeah, I know. I'm talking about addicts here, it's not people alcohol. who use them recreationally. Yes, it's not not a problem with alcohol. It's a problem with alcoholics. You see the difference? 
it, yes, that's that's the difference here. You can drink every day, just don't drink every minute. You know, <laughs> well, you gotta it, sleep at some point. <laughs> it's my only sober hours, bro. <laughs> hey, Brian. Yes, Jared. Now, what's the score on this? Like, let me look at that. I was trying to see who did this. Howard fucking sure killed I, wait, this score, how- man. Wait, or, wait. Uh, you said score. I thought I assumed wait, you were talking, talking about, about you, you said Rotten score. Tomatoes. But are you talking about the no, film score? The, the, the score that score comes later after we score it. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. The film score was. Oh, we don't. Howard we Shore. don't talk about Howard Shore until we've scored. Yeah, I was gonna say, like you know, Howard Shore <laughs> went on to do some really amazing things, and I was yeah. wondering how he stacked up with this. Well, it was a couple small movies. Um, by one Peter Jackson. Well, look, I, I'll be honest with you. That's that's not even my favorite Howard Shore. My my favorite Howard Shore score of all time is The Fly. I'm telling you, listen to that track, Plasma Pool. It's one of the goddamn best things like ever written for a film. It's so goddamn over-the-top emotional, man. I love that fucking piece of music. But yeah, I, I, I really like all of his stuff with Cronenberg. I think it's neat. It's neat to see Howard Has he Shore. worked with Cronenberg a lot? Oh, yeah, dude. Like, uh... <sighs> The only film that Howard Shore hasn't composed of since The Brood, like the 70s, that I can think of is The Dead Zone. Michael Kamen mm. composed that. I think Howard Shore's done every single Cronenberg film. That's awesome. He always works with the same people. He worked with uh, Mark Irwin. Makes Peter Jackson went that way. Because Peter Jackson came from a horror background, so he's like, we got to get Howard Shore. Yeah, but he only worked with yeah. him on those Lord of the Rings movies. and then I know, I'm just saying, but at that point where you can do whatever you want, it's, it's interesting that, that he went that way. It's weird that he let him go for King Kong, though. I thought that like, he got James Newton Who Howard. Who did King Kong? I, th- uh, I think that okay. I think that Howard Shore well, read I that mean, fucking script yeah. and was like, "Fuck that movie." But yeah, yeah, that's probably more likely. And James Newton Howard is a he's a he's an amazing composer, but he's also a Howard Shore kind of like standard. He's I the mean, broke like man Howard Damon Shore of Howard Shore. Apparently, wrote a score for that. I would love to hear like his King Kong. Really? Mm. Like he it's got far enough that he was you know he was he was working on it and was fired. Like, Peter Jackson heard his stuff and was like, no, you're not getting it. Are we at ratings, though? Damn, did we get there already? Uh, well, you started talking about score, and I took the score in the wrong direction. So now I want to hear about the score you were trying to talk about. The game transitions are cool. I like those moments. I like how their production design shot and cut together in the movie. Yeah, yeah I'll give you that. Cool. Those were some good moments where he was, like, looking around and realized the thing right next to him had changed. And then they do these, like, kind of loop around pan sort of moments. And it was like, all right, all right, that's cool. That's cool. Oh, when you're, like, o- over the shoulder of the uh, spiral staircase and the room's on fire and then it, like, changes. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I, I think my favorite, it's it's really subtle. It's when uh, Jude Law stands up and goes, existence is paused. And then he face plants on the table, but the table oh, wait, is a, a bed. bed. I love that. Dude, it's a fucking bed. Yes. That That is something I didn't catch until like my third or fourth watching of this movie. It was just it like, was oh on my, my second God. watch. And I actually rewind the scene to go back and like look at the table beforehand. And it's like, yeah, that's right. You know, and th- it's it's excellent. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like how the cups are laid. But like, you know, it's a bed. and It's got like all those yeah. bumps. So they're not little, like the little divots. Yeah. They're not straight. Yeah, it's cool. It's good. Oh, did you guys get the uh, Perky's Pats? Uh logo the the fast food that jude law was eating in the hotel room okay i remember it that's a uh, reference to a uh, philip k dick short story i forget okay. what the name of it is but something uh i don't know the case of perky pats or something like that it just kind of reminds me like you know when you guys are dipping your fries into ketchup do you like scoop or do you dip <laughs> is it like a dip and out or is it like a scoop i dip it um, out 
Regular fries is a dipping out. If it's a uh, waffle fry, it's a little bit more of a scoop or a pat, Ooh. if you will. Yeah. What do you think, Chris? That's a good call. No, it kind of just depends on the fries to ketchup ratio, and if I need to <laughs> conserve the ketchup. Well, well, so, so the problem, the do you problem have with unlimited ketchup in this situation, you or? never do because like he's eating that fast food ketchup, and you know he had to squeeze it out of the packet, and it's on that fucking wrapper, and like it always sticks to the wrapper, and you can't really dip that, so you gotta like fucking like scoop it. So it just kind of lets me know that he was acting because if you're really gonna eat those fucking French fries. You'd be scraping them across that fucking paper to yeah, get the Yeah, no, it's definitely a, a scrape and pull situation, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, bad acting, right? <laughs> that's where that's where you know that he's not actually going to eat after I was like, oh, that's right. He's not actually eating. He's in the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's like EA Sports. It's in the game. So are we ratings, finally. And with that, you would listen to the movie group. <laughs> <laughs> with that one, I don't know how else we can go. We can't top that one. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's do ratings. Since I think this is gonna go uh, negative, I'm gonna go ahead and go first. Uh, I'm gonna give this a ten. I like David Cronenberg, second favorite fucking filmmaker in the horror genre outside of Carpenter, being number one, of course. Um, yeah, I just like everything this movie does. Every time I rewatch this movie, I, I find something new in it. It's exciting. It's interesting. I always have something to look at. I love the awkward, sexual nature of everything. I think it works well. Solid, solid Cronenberg. Not his best, but it's it's so fucking good. It's definitely worth watching. I don't care what these motherfuckers are about ready to say. You owe it to yourself to watch it. If you like The Matrix, it's a nice... Everybody calls it the thinking man's Matrix. I don't know if I agree with that. I think it's, you know, it's the body horror version of the matrix what the fuck? all right calm down Griggs. calm down <laughs> you'll have your chance uh, man's matrix. fuck me in the face yeah yeah so, solid 10 solid 10 who's going next i'm gonna go immediately after that <laughs> just to contrast and compare um everything that brian said i feel literally the exact opposite i fucking hated this movie this movie is not my cup of tea <sighs> man it's just so fucking melodramatic and over the top I, I understand based on the first 45 minutes of the Cronenberg commentary because I just couldn't take the rest of it because it was just so, like, bullshit. He wanted it to be over the top. He wanted it to be like, you feel like you're in another world because you are in another world. Well, if you are making your movie so that you have to see it three times in order to understand what the fuck is going on, I am going to submit that something is wrong with your concept. I do appreciate... A complex story that requires multiple viewings to appreciate all the complexity. I don't appreciate a story that you don't understand half of what you're going for without watching it at least twice. I don't appreciate that. What did you not understand, though? I understood everything about it. That's what I'm saying. I felt like Cronenberg, in his descriptions during the commentary, said, you will only understand this part of the movie when you watch it again. And I think that's bullshit. I, I think you it's can understand. Hold on. No, yeah, no, no, like, no, no, Wait, no, what the fuck? No, yeah, you no, can't put no. something Let, in. Like, all right, this th- is my time. This is my time. Reclaiming my time. <laughs> Reclaiming. <laughs> Every single fucking, like, quote-unquote turn in this movie, I saw broadcast from a mile away. As soon as the, like, the end scene where they were like, oh, we were the game within the game within the fucking game. Yeah, I was like, yeah, no fucking shit. Because we've seen this movie a thousand times. Yes, I've seen this movie 20 times since this movie came out because this movie came out in 99. And a dozen other movies since then have done the same fucking thing. 
I would submit those movies have done what this movie tried to do better. Can you say that maybe this movie was fucking great because it did it first? Sure, I'll give you that. But I don't feel like it did anything that it tried to do well. It was all over the top. It was all melodramatic. The writing was just fucking... Oh my god, I spent the entire movie being like, are you fucking serious? Are you kidding me right now? Like, every single one of my notes is is just like, what the fuck? Why are we saying this? $38 million, five goddamn years, and they only have one copy of this fucking game? Are you kidding me? Like, are you seriously kidding me right now? Why are you like, oh no, he destroyed my game, blah, 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 blah. This movie fucking sucked. I'm sorry. I think that's subtext, though. I think she's just saying that shit to, you know, try to get into his game port, bro. Yeah. She wants to put that little ugly mm. up his up his back hole. Yeah. There is a lot of sexual subtext. If that's what you're into, cool. If you're into, like, body horror and, like, how can I make a jaw and, like, a bunch of, like, sinews and muscles and shit into a gun, this is cool. And it's like, there was some really good design in this movie. Um, I did appreciate how well they took really, really 1999 pullover fleeces and then made them go <laughs> from, like, really super nerdy lame into, like, oh, now we have zi- unzipped it a little bit and pulled down the collar, and now he now Jude Law looks good in the game within the game that's within the game. He wasn't just wearing a T-shirt <sighs> underneath it. It was a nice sweater that had, like, lines and stripes on it. Yeah, it almost it looks like, looks like that. Yeah, it looked like that Knives Out. Like there's, a lot of, there's a lot of thought that went into this, and I just feel like they overthought so much that they they never pulled themselves out of their own asses to realize, yeah, maybe we're just doing too much. Maybe these things don't actually translate to like a broad enough audience that beyond these like hundred people that are going to cult following this for the next like fifteen years, whatever, are going to like this movie. Or you know what? I'll give it to them. Maybe they did their fucking job, and I fucking hate it for the, all the reasons that everyone else fucking loves this movie. If a movie's terrible. I should just be indifferent to it. Maybe this movie is actually amazing, and the reason why it's amazing is the fact that I hate it, and I hate it for all the reasons that it's amazing. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Like I'm trying to say it that really does. No, I, I have no, I intense feelings of hatred happened. for this movie because it's actually really good. And if a movie is bad, then you just you feel meh about it and you don't care. And this movie could be really good for all the reasons that I'm just like, yeah, I don't care. I, I don't think like it, is. it. It's bullshit. All right, I'm going to try and wrap it up because I've talked for way too long. If you like horror movies, if you like body horror, if you like Cronenberg and any of his other things, apparently he's really good. Maybe you should watch this. I didn't enjoy, I did not enjoy anything about this. Um, I thought Jude Law was terrible in it, and I really, really, really love Jude Law. Um, I don't like Jennifer Jason Lee at all, and this just made me not like her or want to see anything else that she's done. I'm going to give this a six only for the sake that all the dude bros who think that they should love film think that they should love this movie. So something about it has apparently lasted for 20-something years. Um, I thought it was a piece of shit, but apparently lots of people think it's worth Wait, watching. I'm sorry, I have a question. You're giving it a six because other people like it? No, I'm giving it a six based entirely on the fact that a lot like of it. people who... All right, fuck it. I'm going to give it a four. I didn't like it. I didn't think it worked <laughs> at all. I don't think anything that it tried to do worked well. (laughs) Yeah, fuck it. It's a four. A four? You couldn't give it a three? Is it the four? You you always give four. I feel like that was really a really strong rant, and you're still coming up pretty high at a four. Yeah. Come on, man. Well, wait. Okay, wait. I have a follow-up. 
I have a follow-up question. Why did it get a four? Why? What do you like about it? Because people who seem like they should know what they're doing put stuff on screen. A lot of people design some some things that worked out well. Someone figured out a way to make a body become a gun and then put that on screen. I thought it was a piece of shit. I don't like it as a concept, but they made it work somehow. There's a lot of a lot of effort that went into making this movie that I feel like merits the fact that it 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 they put it on screen. Good job. I didn't like it. It didn't work for me. I wouldn't want to pay for it. I sure as shit don't want to see it again, let alone three times. Good all right, job, all right come on. We, we got to move off this. <laughs> Someone thing else, please. Yeah, come on. Don't ask him any more questions. <laughs> I'd like to go last, please. Kristen, right, stop I'll asking questions. Just I, just, I was curious why he originally gave it a six when he hates it. Okay. <sighs> So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Out of out of respect, that's how I gave it a six. I feel like it's a okay. Four. Okay, Mike, you you're go. not allowed to talk anymore. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for making me a part of this. Thank you, <laughs> goddess. Uh, no demonesses here. Demon <laughs> goddess, <laughs> Kristen Jones, everybody. All right. So I I enjoyed this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought. Uh, you know, I, I think I I think I said earlier a few times at least that I am not a fan of the body horror uh, but I mean look that's what this movie is that's what it does it's, it did a good job at being like gross and you know freaking me out and I think that's what they wanted to do um, they're and I also thought it was really interesting how they kind of juxtaposed this, the horror of it with like the sexuality and sensuality of it uh, it, it was really interesting how they how he blended everything together. Um, I haven't. I don't know that I've really seen that done before. I don't know that I particularly enjoyed it, but it was definitely really <laughs> interesting to watch. And I loved all of the gameplay. I loved uh, you know the 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 way he created all of these worlds and the way he wove them all together was incredible i enjoyed that i actually had no problem with the writing and the dialogue it was the way it was delivered i kind of thought uh allegra jennifer jason lee could have been better but everyone else was outstanding for the most part sorry brian this is not great i didn't enjoy it (laughs) oh oh one of the other things uh that i i I actually okay so at the end though we kind of didn't talk about this but at the end when everything just unravels and oh we're in a game and oh we're in a game and oh i'm gonna kill you now um and we might still be in a game like i i was just kind of like over it at that point i was like can we stop doing this please um but i did think it was super interesting that um david cronenberg said that this was kind of based on what he was watching in the news with Salman Rushdie and how there was a hit on his head um, or a bounty on his head or however the phrasing is for that um, and how these people were just like your basic terrorists and I thought that was a really interesting concept because when I think of basic terrorists I didn't do not think of like little blonde girls um, but then he like listed off a bunch of examples and i was like oh yeah actually i kind of forgot about those people and they do (laughs) do exist and um the religious fanatics and all of that and so it was actually really interesting to see that portrayed on screen also um so overall but overall uh while while there were things that i didn't particularly i thought could have been better let's put it that way um i did really enjoy this i'm gonna give it a 7.5 7.5 all right jared what do you got all right 
I hadn't really seen any Cronenberg movies really up to this point. I've probably only seen a couple. Um, and I, I knew that Cronenberg's into body horror and I didn't really know what to expect from this. And I will say that my first watch was, uh, I was, I'm in the middle of a really arduous shoot this week and trying to squeeze this in. And it took me a couple times to actually get past the first half because I kept falling asleep trying to watch it. And I was struggling with it because the bad accents and, you know, just, I was, I was like, wow, this is really hard. Uh, and then I, f- I found, as the film goes <laughs> along, I started to like it more and more. And then when I finally got to the end, I was like, oh, holy shit, that's actually kind of cool. And then went back and I watched it again, and I fell in love with it. I think this movie is really fucking awesome. Uh, I, I, I like, it, it's, it's, it's one of the more refreshing films we've watched this month. I, I, I actually really, really, really enjoy this film. I think it's really awesome. I, uh, I, the, the lighting's pretty decent, and the, uh, the actors are pretty cool. But like the, the Jennifer Jason Lee, I, I do, I do feel that with her characters, she feels a little flat to me. And I know that that she's playing a character, but it's just part of it. And then we were kind of talking this to death. It's a fun movie. I'm gonna give it uh, ten dude bros out of ten. Fuck all the dude bros. <sighs> it's a rough night. Rough night. Brian, I may not like it for the reasons you do, but I really do enjoy the film. <laughs> Listen, you can like it for night. whatever reasons you want. I thought know. it was really good. I enjoyed it. No, I did. I, I actually really, really do like this movie. Yeah, I'm glad we went to watch this. Yeah. who? Uh, yeah. Um, I've already forgotten who. Sean <laughs> oh, well, who was Bateman. It? Oh, that's right. Sean Bateman, Patrick's cousin. Uh, Twitter you know, handle. <laughs> uh, Sean, thank you. I appreciate that. Rotten Tomatoes score, though, is uh, 94%. Ninety-four percent. Yeah. What the shit? Critics ninety-four. Ninety-four percent. What's the audience score? What's the audience score? What What are you reading? I have seventy-four. I said critics. It's seventy-four. The critic. Yeah, that's what I said. No. Seventy-four. You said ninety-four. Did I you say ninety-four? I said yes. ninety-four. Sorry. God damn. You know I what was it was? Like, it's seventy-four fuck. and sixty-nine, and I read the end of both numbers. Sixty-nine, dude. <laughs> nice. So yeah, the, All right, the 74, critics, critic score is 74. I'll accept that as a critic score. They're wrong. I mean, there's a, a lot of, there's a lot of reasons it should some be a 94. people <laughs> love this movie. I just I'm rewriting don't. it in my brain. Let's see what the uh, IMDb wait, wait, is. What do you know? What do you want? Is it as a 6.8? Like, what, what, yeah. like, what did this What did this movie, no. like, what was it let, supposed to do that the fucking Matrix let, let, Let's did, hit pause. Did, let's did, hit pause. Like, he's trying to compare it to that, but let's hit pause. It's the same reason that Griggs didn't like uh, the Purge. It's because, you know, he's like, I don't None understand None of the why things I... that this movie wanted to do are anything that I want a movie to ever try to do. It's the... the I don't the, even the... know what that means. <laughs> Jared, you're saying it's like the the lower humanity, like the base humanity level thing? Well, I think... No, we, 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 I we hated Purge, Purge for all the he, different reasons. That, that he, Those were no, those were You didn't like the Purge because it made you feel bad. You're like, how could you no. be... How, why is this interesting? Why I'm, I'm, I'm regurgitating your review. Like, well, no. why, why is this... Why is this, you know... Why is this fun? Why, why is... You know, I, I hate every bit of this. And then it's the same thing here. You know, you're you're feeling the same fucking feelings here. No, it's those were. Th- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Those are dramatically polar opposites. Like I don't. I, I didn't like the purge because I don't think that humans should think that something like the purge is okay. I don't like this. That's movie the point be- of it, though. It's supposed to make you feel like that. <laughs> yeah, it's it, that, you're that's not the point. To, like be like, who? You're not supposed to be like, fuck yeah, we're gonna go out and do this. You're just like, wow, well, this is fucking that to insane. Every right wing American that's like the purge is right, where we should like, live. Like you're you're saying like. 
from your rationality, like Scarface shouldn't exist. Like, what, what, what right. are we talking about? Do you also think Scarface shouldn't exist? Hold on. Do you, do you? No, no. But I do think that all the people, all the dude bros that are like the Punisher is the coolest character ever, don't understand what the Punisher is as a character. Well, that's what I'm and saying. You, like rappers don't understand what the Scarface is supposed to represent as a character. He's supposed to be the antithesis of that lifestyle, but they still idolize him. That's the same th- same thing. It's just white versus black. So what? I, like what I'm saying is like that, okay, but that's what I'm saying is that's that that whole thing is an entirely different dislike to what I feel about this movie. That is like a... I thought it was the anti-body horror kind of feeling. No, no. I, like, I don't like body horror, but that's not why I don't think this movie works. I didn't I didn't not like this movie because I thought the bone gun was a piece of shit because I don't like bones. Like, that's not why. <laughs> They'd like to call it the gristle gun on the behind the scenes. Oh, 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 sorry. Excuse me. It's made out of fucking bones. Whatever. And on the bone that- note... Oh. No, go oh, ahead. Go on, Kristen. No, we're still going, Brian. I was going to say, I was going to say the, the gun looked so disgusting, but it was actually, I thought it was really cool. Like that they made it out of the, the, the bones the and the body parts and the teeth, but it was disgusting. It was so gross. It was disgusting, but it was very cool. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it is a, it is a, a, a legitimately impressive piece of production design. And, and that is one of the few like, things that I can praise about this movie. Okay, but I was also like, oh, that's really clever because, like, you know, they scan them for weapons and stuff. And I'm like, oh, it's just like they have, like, body parts. I mean, they should also theoretically skinny of your body parts because you shouldn't carry that shit around. But, like, <laughs> very interesting and clever. I don't know. I liked it. Cronenberg saw it in the line of fire because he made his gun out of plastic in that movie. Dave Cronenberg was he- like, I'm going to make it out of bone. I think the bone works for how gross this whole movie is. It just fits right in. And I like how she's grossed out about it when he's like building it. She's like trying not to fucking vomit him like eating and I like all the goo that's on his fucking hands and his mouth. No. He's covered. Yeah, oh, he's covered so in goo. Gross. Yeah. It's so gross. But it was good. It was good, but it's so gross. He like sucks <laughs> he like sucks the stuff out of that one part. Yeah, it's good. No, you can't. You can't okay, not like that if you've crazy. never eaten crawfish. Like I, I was know. thinking the same thing. You ever suck? You gotta suck the heads. No. Am I right? Yeah. Exactly. You've been no crawfish boiled. Nothing about that scene is gross. I have not, and I don't plan to because it's disgusting. Just like that part, but it was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. Picture that entire scene, but instead of building a gun, you just appreciate what you're eating. <laughs> and I'm pulling the plug. So with that, you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's the Movie Crew Crew, spelled C-R-E-W-E. That's right, extra E at the end of the word crew at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Movie Crew Pod. Jared, where can the audience find you? You can find me on Instagram at CheckTheGate or on Twitter at Jared B. Callen. And Grigsy, where can they find you? I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Grigsy Media. That's G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. And Kristen, where can they find you? You can follow me on Instagram at Kristen Magdalene. That's Kristen with a K and an I. And you can find me on Twitter at Elkins Edits. And uh, we're going to close out the show tonight with... uh, We're going to do track number one from the Exocin soundtrack. It's from composer Howard Shore, and it is titled Existence. By Antenna. Enjoy.
I'm gonna I'm gonna be quiet the rest of the podcast. What? Uh, but that's not how this works. <laughs> <sighs> I thought I had to show up just to do the intro. <laughs> <laughs> Your job is done. Everything else from here is icing on the cake. Oh, I got no. I have zero notes, but I did watch it three times. So let's go. Oh, oh. fuck! God damn. damn. Can we get into so this wait, so we can talk hold about on, that? Hold bullshit? on. How many times did you fall asleep during this? Uh, let's start the podcast, and I want to talk about that because that's very. <laughs> yeah. true. Oh. These are the things I want to talk about. Come on, come on. Just start. Right. Just start.